We previously talked about natural intelligence, trying to find what it is, this ability for natural systems to survive and thrive. It takes a kind of intelligence or cognition for for nature to come together and create something sustainable. All the synergies that happen, all the symbiosis that happens, you know, the complexity of ecological systems, incredible. And many of those participants, maybe all of them are coming to realize are cognitive. They have a cognitive aspect. Plants and and even slime mold now have brain-like capacities. So it's okay. It's all cognitive somehow. So we're talking about a cognitive thing. And in the cognitive sciences, that thing pointing at, you say is like an intelligence because those things seem to be able to make their environment intelligible. They can make sense of their environment. And somehow they're deciding and doing in some way that's maintaining this cohesion, this survivability, this mutual survivability. It appears that that they can figure out how to solve that coordination problem And at another level, we talked about how just in a living organism like ourselves, that we have all these cells, if you go down and look at them, they look totally autonomous. They're just running around doing stuff on our behalf. It all comes together into us and they all have this intelligence. So then the question is, we seem to be in a situation today where we can imagine scenarios where we threaten our own survival by our own actions and somehow we can't seem to stop or address that. We're doing something that that isn't about coordinating with our life support system, with our natural environment, isn't about that. And gotten to such a degree that even if we had 100% certainty, our whole existence is being threatened and the capacity to address it and the capacity to address it, that somehow we would not do the right thing. We wouldn't pull ourselves together. We wouldn't be able to act in a sane way. We wouldn't be able to do the obvious sane reaction. We would be doing all this other stuff instead. And I think that anybody walking around will have a lot of common sense reactions to all kinds of things we should do to better manage ourselves. Manage ourselves, humanity, or as people, individuals, or community. All of that. Everybody can come up with solutions that make more sense of responses to all kinds of things, the way we might govern ourselves, the way we Mm -hmm. might even manage our own personal lives. Like, why do we decide the things we do we know are against our best interests, like addiction being the most obvious example? Or why are we not all smart enough not to become addicts? What's going on there? And we'll go into all this, but these are all examples where we have a sense, and I think a lot of people have a sense Maybe everybody even has a sense of like our reactions aren't appropriate somehow. Like we're losing our minds. Like our our reactions to what's happening in the world. It doesn't reflect the common sense feeling that we have of what we should be doing. Yeah. We hear people say all the time, we can create all these technologies. We can build cities. Why can't we just Mm. decide for ourselves better? Why can't we appear to reflect in our decision-making and our movement and our actions, something that we trust would lead to a better future? a future where we're thriving, a future where we're settled down. We aren't having to erupt into violence against each other and destroy all these assets we create over and over. Why destruction? So I was saying that what we wanted to come up with was a term for what it would look like to be doing what people imagine we should be doing. And weirdly, it doesn't seem like there is a term for that. And if we can't name it, how do we navigate towards it? I feel like it's coming together. This is the importance of why we're spending time talking about a new term. Like it's a new term to have to talk about and to add meaning to, to fill up the meaningfulness of what this is. We're trying to point at something that's, that exists and yet has been lacking of a good term to get at it. And right now, anyway, natural intelligence is this concept, a name to assign to what this 
thing is that's real that has so much to know about it. But in order to talk about it, we have to have this articulated label for it. Yeah. And also, I think that if you look at what happened to the sense-making term, it split. It didn't get well-defined in the beginning. So you had some people define it the way we want to use it as well, which is to talk about this very important thing. It's in the word common sense. It's in the word making sense. It's in the, the phrase things don't make sense. That something about natural intelligence is not about thinking. It's not about IQ tests. It's not about analysis. It's about an arrival to a state where things make sense. And so what's the verb of that doing, of going from things not making sense to making sense? You'd think the verb would be sense-making, but in a way, it's not, and we're going to get into this in the podcast, it's not making a really important distinction, which is that if you now bring in natural intelligence, you see that we have an ability to deceive ourselves, basically. We have an ability to think things make sense without noticing they don't, unless we do certain moves to test our thinking. And without those kind of metacognitive moves to test our thinking, as we know, we can be quite confident in all kinds of strange interpretations. So if we bring in the layer of natural intelligence to that, we can now start to make a distinction. Because in general, if we are deceiving ourselves, in some ways you could argue we always are to a point where we, there's just models of reality. We do our best. But what corrects our model of reality? What corrects us out of self-deception? It's a constant interaction with the real world that is correcting our understanding. It's a constant process of having that be corrected. So in a way, we would say that natural intelligence is that process of correction. And in the absence of it, we stop thriving, we stop surviving, we may maybe lose our will to live individually. That'd be an obvious thing. Can you explain more about why that would be? Oh, yeah. So natural intelligence, what we spoke on before, but I think it's a really important point, is baked into living. Like it's the intelligence we inherited as a living thing. It's the intelligence of living. They go hand in hand. Like you can't live without this kind of intelligence or these abilities to make your environment intelligible. You can't live without it. Quite literally, if you were feeling like your environment was not intelligible, you would feel like the environment's not supporting your life. What would that feel like? It would probably feel like losing your will to live. Like you're not being supported to live. And there would be a feeling to that. It's actually like how what's supporting my life and everything I need for my life? What's supporting my social dimension of my life? What's supporting my health dimension and my safety dimension? And mm -hmm. what's supporting my feeling of contributing to things that feel lively? We're naturally animated by our desires, our, our values. We're naturally animated by these things. Part of natural intelligence is that natural, it's effortless animation towards what we know serves our thriving and the thriving of our environment including love, including, you know, connection. There's lots of good feelings. We follow good feelings. We avoid bad feelings. That's part of our cognition. And now we're starting to point out what we're going to be talking about. Like when you separate that, those dimensions out from our cognition, then you may be navigating into all kinds of things that don't support you. When we stop listening to this organism, that's always giving us feedback mm. about the quality of our environment and how well it's serving our ability to survive and live. When we start removing that from our cognitive processes, well, of course, we're not going to be able to navigate towards what's best for us. And the question is that, what are we talking about doing different? What is that? What's the upshot of making those changes? What do we give up? And we're really going to dive into that in, mm -hmm. in depth. Of, do we give anything up? Do we give up science? Do we give up sophistication? All the cu advanced cultural artifacts, do we give those up? Or the opposite, do we get more of them? 
does natural intelligence give us more of them, more mm -hmm. of all that? 